Important information is coming out in the Dylan Rounds case, but Dylan's family feels that they need a new lead agency on the case. Dylan Rounds has been missing for three months now, and there's no sign of him anywhere. And there's not much answers. And Dylan is a young man of habits. Get up, go to work on the farm, go home, rinse and repeat. His farm was his passion. Now, a guy named James Brenner, a.k.a. Jim, used to help Dylan on his farm. Jim was also squatting on a trailer nearby, and he had some pretty serious charges against him that were unrelated to Dylan. And not too long ago, he was officially announced as a suspect in the case. There are some really mysterious circumstances surrounding Dylan's case, and Dylan's parents are upset at the way the investigation has been handled. It wasn't taken serious from the beginning. And there's definitely a lack of communication from Box Elder Sheriff's Office. Recently, Jim's property has been searched and there was also important and confidential information that was leaked. We're gonna get into that in today's video. This case reminds me a lot of the Justin Evans case in terms of a young man who went missing and then also all these weird things from the actual authorities. They didn't treat it as suspicious in the beginning and they lost a lot of valuable time and evidence really in this case and no wonder why the parents are ticked off. Why didn't they take it seriously from the beginning? And once you get to the end of the video, you're going to take a look at how things are starting to come together and you're wondering why didn't they take this seriously? Or is there something that the family isn't being told? So now let's get into it. Now this case has more questions than answers. As I said, and Dylan still hasn't been found. The family is pushing to get a new lead agency on the case and scrap Box Elder. More on that in a minute. Let's talk about James Brenner, AKA Jim. He's been a suspect since July. And in June, the authorities executed a search warrant where he was squatting. And I talked about that in one of my last videos. Now they found a list of things, including ammo, but no firearms. Then later, Jim asked a guy named Don, who also helped out on the farm, to take care of his weapons. Jim has a criminal background and it, he was not supposed to be carrying any firearms. But Jim also brought a 22 rifle to Don and then asked him, hey, can you safe keep this? Don didn't mention this in a previous interview with the FBI and then came forward and said, hey, yeah, Jim asked me to hang on to this. Now, this to me is a giant red flag. Why did Don lie for him? He made up some uh, excuse that somebody owed Jim money for it, blah, blah, blah. It was, I don't know, to me is a load of garbage. It's odd to me. Let me know what you think in the comments below. So Jim went to jail over having, you know, possession of these firearms. And Dylan's mom, Candace, said that there was a warrant for Jim since day one, since that uh, very beginning of the investigation of missing Dylan. And Jim could have been arrested, but he wasn't. Have a listen. So when we, when we first got out there on May 28th, um, <clears throat> you know, day one, everybody knows we find Dylan's boots. Um, Justin and I go out and we look at them and clearly they're Dylan's boots. Neither one of us had any doubt in our mind. They were thrown on the back of an, one of their side-by-sides and the search just continued like nothing out of the ordinary. So as time went on, so search and rescue, they stayed the first night. Uh, they came back the next day at about 7 a.m. They searched until about 2.30 probably, 3 o'clock. 
they were actually um, stationed on the property that Brenner was squatting on and we were told we're going to move base to uh, Lucent Pond because we're irritating Brenner. Now part of what people need to know is Brenner had an arrest warrant at this time. Yes. Box Elder County knew this. He could have been arrested day one. I believe it would have been the 10th it was the day I was in Elko, I believe it was June 10th, they finally arrested him on that warrant. So you have a violent criminal who we now know, so you know he's got an attempted murder charge, he's got all this stuff, he's got a warrant, you have a missing 19-year-old, it's all within 100 yards of each other, and you don't even think to, well, let's go ahead and execute this warrant because we can take this guy to jail right now. James Brenner was squatting on property near where Dylan was. Yeah. yeah. And has an extensive criminal history, violent crimes. And you're saying when the cops first went in there, when you guys first reported Dylan missing, they, they should one. have done something with James Brenner. Yes. Yes. But you they waited think. two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To, and, and then even when they finally did, he was out the next day and they still never searched his property. So Dylan's boots are found. The next day, Lucy and Pond, they move out because they don't want to, you know, annoy Brenner. Um, they did not just move base. They just pulled out. They were done. So on August 15th, there was a search warrant for a parcel of land in Nevada owned by James Brenner. Now the property is said to be near Montello, Nevada, and Montello was where Dylan was last physically seen a few days before his disappearance, but he was known to be back at the farm in Lucin, Utah, where he then disappeared. And Montello is not far from Dylan's farm. Now during the search, at James Brenner's property, the investigators used cadaver dogs, drones, and it was said also archaeological excavation procedures. And according to Candace Cooley, Dylan's mom, she said that they didn't find anything related to his case or find Dylan. So now back to the family pushing to get somebody else on the case, they ended up writing a letter to Box Elder. They encouraged people and the public to also contact them and to push to get this off their backs and onto somebody else. Now, the family just recently met with them and Candace said it was nothing short of a joke of a meeting. Candace said, we got no extra reassurances, nothing, the detectives wouldn't even look us in the eye. And the family hasn't heard a peep from the sheriff's office since June. So the frustration is growing. Dylan's dad, Justin, he was quite ticked as well and he took it to Facebook about you know their competency on it. Candace said they won't even respond to my emails in the past and Candace said that Box Elder is just not interested in solving Dylan's disappearance. She says they're not going to relinquish control, they're not going to let go of the case. I don't know if they want to come out in public and say that because there's so much publicity about it. Now if we back up to the end of May and that beginning of June when Dylan first disappeared, it was strange from the get-go. It took days for the sheriffs to come out and even search. Even with all the oddities in the case, they didn't treat it as suspicious initially. And Dylan's boots were tossed in that dirt pile. Most people know about these boots and it was just tossed around, no footprints around. And as soon as the parents saw the boots, they knew that something was really wrong. 
and his truck was locked and Dylan wasn't known to lock his truck just at the property, if at all. And also his truck was pressure washed. Now the truck was locked. The parents went into the truck. They had to break in to get in there because there was no key fob. And when they went in there, the seat was pulled all the way forward, which is odd again. And also it was said that the truck was in four low gear, but the four wheel drive doesn't work and Dylan knew it. And then there was another statement that Candace made about a gate which was locked, which was out of the ordinary. And all these things stacked up are the complete opposite of what Dylan would do. Now that missing key fob is very interesting because this is part of the new information that was leaked. And I'll get to that in a minute. Now let's get back to the suspect James Brenner for a second. It said that Jim said to close friends that if he wanted to get rid of a body, he would do it in underground abandoned mines, which reminds me of Barry Morphew in the Suzanne Morphew case. Barry Morphew also said that if he wanted to get rid of a body, he knew how to do it and it would never be found. So it's very interesting. Let me know your thoughts below. And if you haven't seen that case, you can check that in one of my playlists. Also, it was said that Jim failed a polygraph test. So all these little things are starting to come to light. Now, let's talk about the confidential information. This confidential information was leaked from NamUs, which is the national database for missing persons and unidentified persons. Dylan is on that database and the information that was leaked said, truck was locked and the key fob was missing. However, the key fob was brought back and placed in the residence by an unknown person. Dylan's mom Candace said, I had disputed that in interview after interview because I was told to do so. It doesn't get leaked to the media. We don't want to jeopardize finding our son and to find out Box Elder releases it. So Candace later gets an email from Box Elder stating that it was mistakenly added on that page publicly and then they removed it. Here's where it gets bizarre and very interesting. That key fob that was missing, then returned, Candace said it was returned on the same day that she got a weird phone call to go to Montello, Nevada, because she was told that Dylan was kidnapped. And the person that called Candace was Kurt. Kurt also worked a little bit for Dylan. Candace is told that Dylan's been abducted and that he knows exactly where he is. He says to go to Montello. He says that he's with this Chase Venstra guy, which we've been hearing that for quite some time now. He is sitting in, in jail for unrelated charges. So this Kurt guy says that he's with Chase and another guy. And he tells her that he may or may not be alive and that they were beating him. And Kurt says he knows that they have Dylan. So Candace and Justin haul butt out there and they call the authorities and that itself was an ordeal. But six officers were eventually sent and they went to where they were told that Dylan was being held and no sign of Dylan. And I find it interesting now that it comes out that while this was going on, a key was being returned. So this was the diversion, or it looked like this is the diversion so that somebody can put the key back. Let me know your thoughts if you're thinking the same thing. Let me know below. So the question also becomes, what does this Kurt guy know? And also, as I mentioned in a previous video, it's a red flag, but why lie? 
right? Why fabricate this story? In a recent interview with East Idaho News, Candace and Justin were talking about all these things that I mentioned in this video. They also were talking about sunflowers. Sunflowers were planted in honor of Dylan and his birthday and many people planted these sunflowers and it was really, really touching. Have a look. Oh, it was quite a day. Yeah. When she came up with the idea, I, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, they'll never sprout in time. That's, I, I was just, I don't know. I didn't, wasn't a whole hundred percent on board, but it's been a really neat experience. I've, yeah, yeah, it was pretty neat. Um, I've never noticed so many sunflowers in my life <laughs> as I have this year. Yeah. It, and the response from the people is just amazing. Yeah. yeah and that's, you know, we, Dylan's got a whole world out there looking for him. Also, Justin said that there are quite a few people trespassing on the property and he's looking at pressing charges. He said there are YouTubers who are doing that. I don't know if they're new YouTubers or who it is, but basically they're trespassing on the property and Justin is looking at charging them as well. And at this time, there is a $100,000 reward for information to lead to Dylan's whereabouts. Check out my videos on this case where I discuss right from the beginning what happened and also I dive a little bit more into the phone call and also the search warrant. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you soon.